When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Ah, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome to another Castilla Corner. Today I'm joined by Ruben, as always, and we have a special guest appearance from the one and only Sam Sharp. <laughs> it's been, it's been actually, it's not been that long. Oh, it's was, barely a special around. guest anymore. That's it. No, 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 no. You're, you're always a special guest. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. How are you guys? Yeah, very good. Thank you. All good. All good. That's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. We've seen uh, three Castilla games so far. I mean, they've happened, but I haven't watched any of them so far. So that's not good. <laughs> I'm not professional enough, but yeah. Castilla um, drew their first game against Melilla, 2-2, and then against Santa Clara, they won 2-1. And then now, uh, I think it was yesterday, they lost to uh, Linares Deportivo 2-1. So mm. they're currently, where are they in the table? They are eighth in the table, which is not too bad, because there's only one team that's won all their games. This is um, Ibiza, I think. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not too really? bad, but it obviously could be better. It depends yeah. on what expectations we have for, for the season. I guess we have lower expectations than last season, but uh, yeah, still uh, was a classic way for Castilla to lose. I was thinking, actually, being a Castilla fan, it's not so easy because so many uh, losses come in the you know injury time and you know, another 86-minute <laughs> winner yeah. for the opposition here. So, you know, yeah, I watched... I watched the game and uh, yeah, it was kind of a a classic one. Yeah, um, from what I've heard, like it's basically the same. Late, a late winner, and yeah, Castilla just lose their game, lose their heads as well. Um, like, can you just talk us through the game, Ruben? Like, obviously, I think you're the only one that's watched it out of the three of us. So, like, what happened? Like, how was the game progressing? Were Castilla the better team? What was happening? So first off, the 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 big problem was the a lot of players uh, not being there for different reasons. So you know this is uh, you know another classic one, the international break, and uh, Castilla have a lot of under twenty one internationals. For example, Vinicius Tobias out, um, and uh, Alvaro Rodriguez, for example. Um, so 
we also didn't have our center backs with Marvel and Carrillo. Uh, Marie de Luis was not in goal. Uh, just a lot of players missing. And um, yeah, it was uh, another tough fiscal game against uh, you know an opponent who, who just knew that we had a lot of inexperience. We didn't create many chances. We did, however, have a famous... A famous guy watching from the stands, Santi Canizares, the former Real Madrid uh, goalkeeper, who watched his son, Lucas Canizares, make a, an incredible mistake. It was just heartbreaking to see. It was one of those goals where you just you feel more bad for the player than for for actually conceding. It was just you know through the legs that that kind of goal. And then we um, we got a goal from uh, Nico Pass um, for a penalty. And then uh, the the life winner for um, yeah uh, for Melia. So yeah, it was for um, Linares. I mean, so uh, yeah, uh, not too many chances. A bit uh, a bit boring. Not too many chances for either, either way. But uh, yeah, unfortunately, no no points in the end. Hmm. Okay, so there were so many like absentees. Were you surprised by any of the inclusions in the lineup? Like. So I, I see there was uh, David Jimenez playing today, uh, well, yesterday. Yeah. Uh, there was also Victor Munoz. Um, yeah, this is a guy surprised. I've never, I've almost haven't heard of him, Victor Munoz. I guess, uh, I'm not sure if he came from Junila or from Real Madrid C, but uh, yeah, a lot of uh, new faces. Also Theo Zidane, who, in midfield, who of course made the mistake for for the late uh, late winner for Linares. So uh, yeah, I was, yeah, uh, I was, yeah. I was I was gonna say I'd, I'm glad I didn't watch the game because Theo played. So I, yeah, it's not <laughs> the end of the world. <laughs> Even the captain, not the first time I see Dan has been captain, right, Sam? Uh no, not at all. In fact, I won't go into many of it to be fair. But I like Tenzo Zidane. I'll always say that. Um, despite how his career has gone, I, I think he had um an awful lot of potential at Real Madrid Castilla, and then it just he didn't... was the captain at Castilla. Uh, no? He was, and and probably um. It wasn't justified then either, to be honest, even though he was probably one of the better players, I'd say top six, seven better players. Um, but yeah, he it, it's not the first time. <laughs> Let's say that. Yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, he he played. He, I mean, we had a few players out, so I think it was expected that he would start. But um, yeah, Asensio um, as a centre-back, not Marco, but uh, I don't know his first name actually, but Asensio... Who played for used to play for Andre C, uh, with Jacobo promising centre back, um, and David Jimenez. Just a lot of it was just not top quality in um, in every position like we're used to seeing. Mm. So um, yeah, unfortunately, uh, that's that's just the part of the game for Castilla. If you have these young, promising under twenty one, under nineteen players, mm. they will leave for the international break while. Uh, the other teams, I assume, don't have that many. No, barely any, if any. Um, no, in fact, yeah. I've got a question for you, though, because I'm looking at the the incomings and outgoings over the summer, um, and you've been watching Castilla as long, if not longer than I have. Um, is this the first season ever where there has been no external signing, yeah. signing made from other... I'm looking at the all the promotees from the Real Madrid C team, mm. the teens and, and below, but there's not one external signing. And you look at the players that obviously left the club... This yeah. summer, Arribas, Dotor, massive for Castilla. Um, 
it's quite right that the expectations should be a lot lower, I think, because this is almost a, a brand new season in many, many aspects. It's I've never seen that where it's just 100% Real Madrid Academy players uh, yeah. in the team. Yeah, because a lot of summers we sign just two or three, but at least there's mm. at least one, at least the a long deal. Goal scorer, yeah, exactly. Something, and they always add something. Mark Guall is comes straight to mind. It was the um, mm. there's all, all sorts of strikers that come in. Sometimes they're a little bit older, but they've always got that experience, or they've got that. We summer. even had. Um, remember, we even had the Hugo Duro. I don't think anyone knows this, yeah. but he he wants a loan for us. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. I, I know that. Wow. Mm. Yeah. yeah, he was fantastic, and obviously now he's actually done better than I thought he would have been in the top level and and yeah that becomes a surprise but at the time I didn't think he had that kind of potential at least but yeah the, these players that come in they always bring something to the team and I wouldn't say that the academy talent is or the talent pool is smaller than it has been over the last few years even though you look at some of these names and they're not quite as respectful um, but this squad I think will do well to kind of maintain that top half finish by the end of the season I would say yeah, I I just I I'm struggling to to find out what what is uh, the reason why Real Madrid didn't sign a single player. Mm, I mean, because it's, uh, it's not like uh, these uh, Castilla signings are are expensive. But I mm. think you know our below us team they broke all of the records. We have we mm. do still have good options in every position. So in a, you know a lot of promising players coming up. Uh, as I said in the last podcast, feels like they're going for kind of a waiting season or transitioning season just yeah. to, yeah. Uh, but, but it's a kind of disappointing, no? Um, would, uh, it would be quite easy to upgrade in certain positions, at least for the backup spots. I think the most awkward thing and maybe why attention just left Castilla completely is because I, I think that they banked on Castilla going up. I really do. Mm. And I think that players like Arda Gula would have been dual signed. I think, yeah, a, a quite, it would have been a really exciting time where they would have signed a lot of external players just to try and maintain that Segunda spot. Um, and when it didn't happen, it's not like the project's been abandoned, but obviously all the best players get sold in this case for, for millions of euros for a couple of um, cases. Um, and, yeah, I just don't think they looked at it. All the players that they were going to go in on that transfer list um, were obviously not going to come and drop down to the third division level. Um, yeah, I just don't think they had a plan B for when they, they in, a, mm. in case they didn't get promoted in a way. Yeah, I think a lot of things would have changed, uh, you know, Massive. also which players would have stayed. But uh, I'm actually going back on transfer market. I, I had to go back to 1993 for the last summer where but no, uh, <gasps> no players coming in. 1993. Is, I, I literally have never, yeah, never seen it. So 1993, yeah. no that's, external signings. That's a lot. And you that's think like, it's Isn't that 30 signing. years or something? Yeah, 30 years, yeah. I was going to say it's 20 years because that sounded more believable than this. <laughs> yeah. well, in my head it still is, to be fair, but that's crazy. Yeah. You think about yeah. some of the external signings like Jose Lumato, um, just so many external signings that have been massive for Castilla and, and have gone on to kind of progress in their own career because of their stint at Castilla. It's, uh, it's, not, it's a big shame that they didn't kind of expand on that this season. I I think they'll suffer for it, but I don't know. A lot of the current Castilla teams are under overachieving, I should say, making the playoffs, almost getting promoted without much mm. help from external players. So you never know, but... Yeah, it, it wasn't um, wasn't Valverde also an external? Yeah, player? but huge. Yeah, Sergio Diaz that year, Valverde that was an exciting team. Just every single season, there tends to be, if not an international signing coming in, and then someone from the second division or third division. Um, that's a big shame. Uh, but I, it's uh, not easy to to think of from the spot. But uh, you know, 
how, do we have more good talents this year than than before, or is it just, or is it just a, a lack of ambition from the club? I think it's yeah. I suppose it, it's a lack of ambition in the way that they just haven't fully planned and accounted for every single aspect or factor that could happen with Castile. Um, it does almost feel like an abandoned season because I think they really put all their chips on promotion. Um, yeah. And when it didn't happen, yeah, that's it. I think it was a huge disappointment for the club because, yeah, think of the players that probably would have took to the field this season in the second division. Um, Arda Gula mm. alone would have been incredibly exciting. Um, yeah. yeah, probably. Uh, look, I don't think Carlos Otor would have left if... Mm. Yeah, I mean, he's not like a top division player. Yet. I mean, he doesn't start for Celta Vigo right now. Might as well play a few more games in the second division. If, it's massive know, for if them because most of them, I'd say the bulk of Castilla graduates, maybe 60, 65, 70% ends up in that second division for a yeah. large part of their career, big chunk. So, yeah, they, a lot of those players would have stayed because it's if you can continue to develop in-house in a league where you don't have to take those risks at another club where you're you're fighting for positions against 30, 35-year-old experienced veterans, yeah, you'd stay at Castilla every day of the week. But yeah. Sam, isn't this more of your style to to go with the the own talents from the own your own academy yeah. instead of Absolutely. signing from? Yeah, and I think in a way that is exciting that one hundred percent of this squad is now, yeah, a, a academy kind of graduate. Maybe we got obviously the Real Madrid C system at the moment mm-hmm. feeds the club. Um, I think you're right, but the inexperience is is glaring, and I think. Yeah. If it happened to any other squad, and we say this year by year, I've been doing these podcasts with Ruben and, and Chris and obviously Ridgen for a long time now. Um, I think if it was one of the previous squads, I would be a lot more inclined to be positive about it because, yeah, the talent pool was massive. And so you look past the, the 17, 18 squad, 15, 16 and plus, um, and the names on that list were endless. Just from the academy alone, your Oscar Rodriguez is um, everyone, really. So. Mm. Yeah, this season, you just look at the list of names. And other than Nico Paz, who's had a fantastic start to the season, he seems to be living up to that that hype. Um, Alvaro <sighs> Rodriguez, who has made his debut for the first team. Vinicius yeah. Vinicius. yeah, yeah, the winger. Yeah, 100%. Um, and there's a lot on there, but it just seems a thinner list, at least. I guess it's just a lot of raw talent. I mean, talent yeah, is raw. Could... Raw is a good word. I think in 12 months, a lot of things could look different from, from this team, from these players. And, you know, the, the ironic thing is that maybe we, because we do this now, we will not sign any new players next season either because <laughs> all of these players will be better. Oh, so, yeah, yeah it will be interesting to see. I think this list will be the same as most, where they, they go on to have, a lot of them will go on to have La Liga careers or, or make a name abroad. Um, because as I say again, the, the list is endless of players that have gone on to do amazing things, whether it's at, unfortunately Atletico Madrid or it's in England or it's in, with Real Madrid themselves. Um, players have gone on to do absolutely all sorts who have played for Castilla. It really is amazing. And um, just, uh, uh, I was just thinking, if if it actually ends up, you know, meaning that um, we will keep these players for not just this season, but for, for the next season as well, more or less, more or less the same group. Mm. And with just additions now from Juvenila and also next season from Juvenila, it yeah. would have made a lot of sense maybe to to go with Arbeloa, who who was the yeah. Juvenila coach. And I guess that's a good uh, segment over to what was a big talking point. It was a good project, yeah. Yeah, I mean, going back just one moment, um, the I think the best thing that could happen to these specific players from Juvenila is that they have Madrid don't sign anyone for Castilla because 
in that sense, it helps these players to develop even more, even if the season is a, um, even if it goes to shit, like these players will still improve. And I mean, I think, I still think they should have signed a couple of defenders, but I think in the midfield area, they're pretty well sorted. I mean, Manuel Ankel, Cesar Palacios, I'm really, really impressed with Manuel Ankel so far, like from what I've seen on Twitter. He's really good on the ball, a really good passer of the ball. And yeah, I mean, it's not the end of the world. It, it'll be a transition season, but I still think they should assign a couple of centre-backs. Um, so yeah, I mean, that's just what I wanted to say before yeah. the, the previous uh, talking point. Yeah, going back to what Ruben was saying, it was about Arbelo, right? Yeah. So we obviously, I think everyone saw the rumours of uh, Raul being linked to the Villarreal job. Um, that he ultimately didn't get. Uh, who actually got it? I don't remember the name. It's someone I hadn't heard of actually. I saw um Fabrizio Romano tweeted about it, and I was surprised. But yeah, I'm not sure who got it. It's a guy. It's a guy called Pacheffa. Yeah, I'm not I sure who, who is. that is. Mm. Uh, yeah, it's like Jose Rojo Martin. He got the job over uh, Raul, I think, and there were another like a couple of other co- candidates for the job. But Raul ultimately decided to say, I guess, with Castilla. I mean, I, I I've made my sense clear before. I think it's like he's just overstaying his welcome, if that's the right phrase. I mean, he's I don't think he should have been a coach at the start of the season. I sh- I think he should have left at the end of last season when when they didn't get the promotion that they so desperately wanted they didn't get it so they he should have just you know you know what i did my best now it's my time to go i'll just join another top la liga club to improve as a coach and yeah i mean that i think but, that should have been it but then it just didn't but happen. i was sure that he chose to to stay because you know this um pacheta guy he has coached uh quite a few uh, decent sides. He coached Valladolid, Huesca, Elche, mm. and uh, I mean he's he's been around for a while. I'm not sure if Raúl was the top candidate. I I'm not sure to be honest. It could I could be wrong. But do you think that Raúl turned it down? No, no, I didn't mean it. Like I I know I meant I don't I know what I said. I didn't mean it like he turned it down to stay at Castilla. I just meant that he stayed at Castilla. I think he was like a top three candidate. Just from my from what I've seen on Twitter and stuff, I think this guy and then Raul and then there was one I think one more coach that I'm forgetting. Those were the top three candidates. I'm just this is my opinion by the way. I'm not seeing. I'm not like I, I don't have any sources. This is my opinion. I think he was one of the top top candidates, and he did. Uh, he was given the permission to discuss it with Villarreal, but they ended up with a different coach. I think that's what happened. Yeah. Mm. Well, I think, you know, for all, I think it would have been a good opportunity. Um, but I also saw someone writing on Twitter that, uh, you know, maybe Raul is one of these coaches, you know, like it's not that important for him to, I'm not going to say it's, it's more important for him to, I'm not going to say it's not important for him to succeed as a coach, but maybe he just, he wants to coach at Real Madrid. It could be, could be that the, he he knows that Anstotti's uh, contract is up. Um I, I don't know if that's right the right call, but I I also think it's uh, interesting that he he's so close to getting a top job 
just from coaching Castilla. Um, so from his perspective, it's not like he's out of his, uh, you know, he's not getting opportunities by, by staying. I mean, he is, but like, I just think as long as he stays with Castilla, I don't think he's going to develop like as a coach. I think that's more important for him. If he wants to coach the best teams in the world, he will have to move off from Castilla. That's what I think. Um, if he wants to coach Madrid, I don't think that's going to happen because I think uh, coaches like Xabi Alonso and uh, Zinedine Zidane is also obviously like he can definitely return after Ancelotti leaves. I mean, I think Raul is not even top two or top three. I think for for that job, Raul is not that close, even if he's a coach of Castilla. I think if if um, Ancelotti gets sacked, I think that that's um, you know that's when Raúl can get his chance to coach the first team. But I, I don't think he would be able to. I don't think he would be a big candidate for the job next season. No. Hmm. What do you think, sir? I, I think if he had left, the conversation I would have had would have been that Raúl is now not first in line anymore because he's not at the club. Um, I think Xabi Alonso or someone else would have overtaken him. But I think whilst he's at Real Madrid, which is maybe a point as to maybe he did turn it down, whilst he's at the club, I think he's first in line. I, I do, just from the behaviour of the, the last few appointments. And I think Ridium is probably right in saying if it's mid-season and Ancelotti for some reason got sacked and things were going terribly wrong, Raul probably that would be the best chance he got. But I think he's, I think he's probably first in line. I think he probably is. knowing just Just thinking about the way the club behaves, um, whether he'd be my first choice, I'm not sure. Um, and I assume he's not Red James and I assume he's not many people's at all. Um, even though I think he would do a fine job as well. I don't think he'd necessarily be a bad manager for the Real Madrid first team. But I do think whilst he's at Castilla, and this is, I think, a factor into why he's still here after so long, even though I agree with Ridgem, the fact that he should probably shouldn't be coaching Castilla. He's outgrown Castilla now. He shouldn't be here. But I think whilst he's here, he's he is first in line. He's number one. And I think that's what he's waiting for in a way. But about it. I was asked uh, the same question. I think was it when we had the part with Kian uh, Radium? I think he, we we talked about this, and I I said I I had a feeling that Raul would be the priority, even over Chevalon. Mm. So, but I couldn't really put any words to it. I mean, it just what is the reason why you think he, he's first in line? I think it's just track record. You look at the managerial kind of history of it. Santiago, well, obviously, Zinedine Zidane himself directly promoted mid-season. Santiago Solari, exactly the same. We're talking about the last five managers. I think the statistic, I'd have to look at who they are now because my memory's awful, but I think four of them began their careers coaching Real Madrid Castilla. Um, and that probably includes a few anomalies like Rafael Benitez, who, who wasn't ever very long. But it just seems like the pattern and the behaviour of the club is to not only develop those players, mm. um, which can become assets, but develop those those coaches as well, which makes me think that they would stick with Raul. I think Xabi left for a reason because he could see that trend that Raul was obviously going to become the favourite for the Real Madrid-Castilla job and therefore the favourite for the, the Real Madrid job. But He's done a phenomenal job wherever he's been as well. It's not like he doesn't have a huge shout for that first team hot seat, but it just seems, yeah, from that pattern of behaviour, from that pattern of proof in the past, I I think Raul would be, if not first, he would be um, in the conversation 100%. But I have a counterpoint to that. Go I mean, on. It's, it's basically a question. Um, so you you mentioned Zinedine Zidane and you mentioned Santiago Solari. Mm. Both of those coaches were appointed when a coach was sacked half season yeah uh, that halfway into the season mm. they weren't really like choices at the start of the season no I yeah. think that 
uh, Raul, if if Ancelotti gets sacked in the middle of the season, I think Raul would definitely take that job. But yeah. if it's at the end of the season, who knows? Because that, like when Zidane left at the end of last season, it wasn't uh, Raul coming up; it was Ancelotti. Um, before I, I'm not sure. Like I'm not sure who the coach was when Benitez became the coach. But like uh, when when it's the start of the season, before I don't Benitez, think you mean? Ancelotti again? No, no, yeah. uh, at Castilla, at Castilla. Oh, the when, Castilla what? coach. Oh, don't test my memory, man. Before Zidane. Uh, when Benitez was I, it was it was uh, Zidane the coach at Castilla. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. So I mean, Benitez was like taken over Zidane, right? So I mean, I'm just saying that. Yeah, it's a good Castilla point. Castilla coaches it's a good are. Point. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I, it's a great point because obviously in the summer they've got so much more time as well to <laughs> to have a look at applicants. Um, but I think one thing that does help, I can't remember who tweeted this last summer when a few of the candidates like um, Pochettino and a few managers were being kind of surveyed. Um, I think it was the German manager, the young fellow, Nagelsmann. Mm, yeah. A few of these candidates were being said, but there's a lot of politics when it comes to, to managing Real Madrid and you yeah. have to kind of know the club. You have to know the club inside out. You have to be a respected figure within that dressing room. And uh, that's something that I think really backs Raul up again and, and, and Xabi Alonso for, for that matter as well. But I think he would always be in the conversation, even in the summer, simply for that reason alone. And obviously he's still within the club, but I think Ridium is probably right. I'd say it's a hundred percent, 90 to a hundred percent likely that mid season, if it was a sacking, Raul will be straight in. And in the summer, I think they would take a bit more time to, to scrutinize all of it. Also, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead with him. I just, I was just saying that, um, Chabi Alonso, I mean, to, to your point, what you just said, Chavi also knows the club as well. He's, I think, he has like he's a bit better tactically than uh, than Raúl, and he also has the respect of the of the players. And he's like he's more experienced, so I think Madrid would definitely keep him over Raúl. But I'm not saying Raúl won't be in the conversation. I just think he would be really far down the pecking order. I'm just, I would just place Chavi mm. Alonso and Zidane over Raúl right now. That's just what I mean. The stats in definitely four out of the last five managers began their managerial career at Castilla with two coming directly from Castilla. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it just seems to be the behaviour of the club at the moment, and and that behaviour did shift. I remember it from that kind of Galactico era where these massive signings were coming into pretty much every signing the club makes now is what under the age of twenty one, under the age of twenty three. Mm. Every coach that they look at either has coached at Real Madrid internally or it's something to do with the club in the past. Um, yeah, it just that behaviour is probably what leads me to think that Raul would, I think he would be number one. But as Hujim says, it's a good point. In the summer, it's a slightly different ball game, even though I think he still would be um, a huge candidate. I just wonder if, you know, during the summer, um, it's, you know, from a um, marketing sense or from just, would the club rather just it's easier to sell it for the fans if you get the uh, a big name of this mm. Ancelotti Sidan uh, kind of figure um if you go with Raul uh, from the academy unproven at the highest level I, I don't know feels like it would be interesting to see actually but I, it feels like Real Madrid's direction uh, means that they could actually be willing to do it they have yeah. as you said changed their transfer policy 
the when it comes to the managers as well. So I think there are there are very good opportunities of Raul becoming the 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 manager. And I I just feel like Shabelon uh, so. I guess because he's doing so well, he could mm. be still in a good position. But by leaving the club, you are automatically uh, decreasing your chances. Um, yeah, yeah, I would say. I agree. I agree. I think mm. I, I'd I'd love to know your thoughts on this, but I think Raúl would be fine as a first team manager as well. I don't know if it'd be um, superb or it'd be extraordinary or anything like that. But then he's been a better Castilla manager than Zinedine Zidane was by mm. far, and by light years ahead of obviously Santiago Solari. So I think he's done enough to earn at least a shout. He's made the playoffs at least twice. This is my memory hit me again, but probably more. Mm. He's he's had a couple of very good seasons because dear. And the only reason that I would say it's time for change now is simply because I think he's too good of a coach. He's too experienced now. I think that Villarreal job would have been a great jump for him. Um, but at the same time, if he joined Villarreal, I would have said, I don't think he's first in that queue anymore um, for the next Real Madrid manager. Hmm. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Raul as the first team manager. It's always a gamble. That's the thing. I mean, That's I'm it. always uh, biggest. Gamble. I'm always a bit torn when it comes to this. Um, I, <laughs> I think he's done a lot of good stuff at uh, Castilla. I think the last season was very impressive, uh, being the best away team in the league. Sam, you can mm. uh, you can how crazy is that? that? That's that's incredible for a Castilla manager to be get the best. Mm. Uh, away record in the league um just making the players perform um so, so, I mean, style seems to kind of be in line with that Real Madrid first team considering the names in there yeah uh, yeah yeah uh, but but then again it's always uh the yeah, the insecurity of him never being at the highest this level but um but, but, so, but so many clubs now are, are doing it anyway so uh, I'm not sure for example Hansi Flick he was sacked today for Germany, and I just uh, looked at his resume. I mean, he before Bayern, I think he was mostly assistant, and yeah. um, so maybe the clubs are not as um, looking so much at this as was before. It could be that they're looking at other things like like the personality, like um, you know, imagine how well they know Raúl. Not just from his playing career, but also he's been walking around at Valdebebas. It's his fifth year as Castilla coach. Uh, he's and before that he was also in the coaching in the academy. So yeah. they know him so well, and they have also had the opportunity to you know give him instructions to we we think you want you should do this a little bit different. We hear from the players that this and that. So a lot of good opportunities to form him as a coach as well. Mm. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. I, I just think Shabonis is still ahead of the race. I'm. He's still. By I far think my... it'd be my preference. I think, yeah. yeah. But I, I wouldn't mind Raúl at all. I, I like it. In fact, I think if if we had an option, and I knew that we had an option between Raúl and Shabonis, and we went for Raúl, I would be mad. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I, I'm, I, if 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 Xavi Alonso wasn't available, I wouldn't be mad with Raúl as a coach. It becomes a little bit more complicated because what does the word "available" mean when you are managing Leverkusen, who are a big club in their own right? Would we have to buy out his contract? Would would he even want to? I assume he would want to do that, but would he want to do that? Um, yeah, it becomes more complicated. So. That process becomes more difficult than just saying you're the Castilla manager now. We're going to promote you to the first team. Yeah, but I just think Xavi Alonso is more 
potential as a coach, I think. And this is a question, actually. We might as well. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we, we're discussing the question without even mentioning the question. That's <laughs> right. Should I just mention the question now? Please, as it's the only one I think we're going to read out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Francisco on Discord asks, uh, it wasn't meant for us, but we're still going to answer it anyway. Mm. Um, the good old concept manager versus caretaker manager question. Raul versus Xavi Alonso. Raul is not going to Villarreal, it looks like, so the club might have planned for him to take over from Ancelotti next summer. I see Xavi somewhat as a concept manager. Maybe that's why the club are holding it back. And in addition, with the club's economic power not being um, as the, the way it was in 2009, maybe a caretaker manager or a man manager um isn't the way to go anymore given we can't just sign the best players in the world anymore and just basically if a mad manager is better than having a tactical uh manager coming coming in uh what do you think ruben but i'm 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 not sure if i want to say that the role is um, is just a man manager i mean He's been doing a lot of interesting stuff. He's been tra- testing different formations. Uh, now we're back with a four-two-three-one. He he played a lot with a, a back five last season, and uh, you know pressing high. And uh, I think he's playing a lot to the the modern style. Um, Alonso, the thing is, he's getting results at the highest level. So mm. um, it, it kind of who has the biggest potential? It's diff- It's all. It's going to be very difficult to say as long as Raúl is still in Castilla. I mean, <laughs> yes, Alonso is um, is showing his abilities at the higher stage, but he is also he, he Raúl can't do anything else than than doing the best at as where he is. He's at, mm-hmm. and you know, you could say that yes, he should have left earlier and everything. But um, I think based on what he's got, I think he's been doing pretty good. So. Yeah, yeah, he's been doing like I would never call him, um, just a, a manager on vibes. No, I mean he's he's like he is intelligent tactically. It, it, we're talking about Raúl here, let, like let's be honest. And I think like the question mainly asks if we can go with man managers still, like if we can't sign the best player in the world anymore, should we not go with a more tactical um? Tactical manager. That's I think that's what he what they ask. Uh, I, I think, it. yeah. What you were saying something. I I just love this, but I, this is a situation that again, Ruben. We've been around for a while. I don't. I haven't seen anything like this. Two youth coaches, obviously, ex big player names, battling it out. And and again, you look at the the whole situation. Raul CV is good. You look at his Castilla stats, pardon the pun, and um. They're, they're fantastic. The, the the away statistic from last season, the fact that he's made these playoffs, he's taken these players that are so highly rated, but in a way they're only highly rated because of the way he's coached them and the way they play as a team. I wouldn't say that these are particularly the most talented Castilla teams we've seen, but he's achieved so much more than some of the teams in the past that have been stacked with talent from head to toe. But at the same time, his CV is good in that way, even though it's only a Castilla. But I would say Xabi Alonso's CV currently is exceptional. I would say it is. He was great in the Real Madrid Academy. He was phenomenal in the uh, the Real Sociedad B team. He got them promoted, which is the all-impossible mission 
uh, which no manager can seem to succeed at, but he did. And then he kept This is them also up. underrated with him. You know, not a lot of people take mm. this into consideration. They just look not at the Leverkus and stuff. Yeah, yeah, 100%. He then kept up that B team for a season. He then moved on to Leverkusen. As, as Rigium told me, uh, I think it was in the last pod that we did together, he took them from a, a side that was struggling to a side that is now competing for Europe and at the top end of that Bundesliga table. So it, it's an exceptional CV, um, which puts him one over on route. I think that's why he's Rigium's favourite for the job. He's probably my preference over the two. Um, but it's two very exciting young quote quote managers in their first few roles that it's such a niche kind of topic. It's it's I've not seen anything like that before. I love it. I'm not yeah. really 100 percent sure if they actually are um as as when it comes to you know um the the decision the club will make in the in the summer. Um, wouldn't surprise me if they went with none of them, and even if Sidan wasn't available, I wouldn't surprise me if they found some big name, um, and uh, and went with someone else. I mean, for uh, we did mention that the club has uh, maybe changed their thinking a little bit, but remember that they we know at least from quotes from the the coaches themselves that they have approached Nagelsmann, they have approached Allegri, so. I'm not sure if the Real Madrid have um, maybe maybe it seems like they have more of a plan on the coaching side than what's actually the the truth. Uh, maybe it's a little bit of a coincidence that they have ended up with former Castilla coaches coaches and also, um, for example, gone back to Ancelotti, gone back to Zidane. Mm. It seems like they have tried other solutions, but haven't always gotten what they want. Ponte uh, was, I guess, also approached. Um, before Sergio Ramos turned it down. So, yeah, there's been a few. <laughs> I think yeah. it's just that that stage where Real Madrid are uh, still just a global powerhouse in football, but there are other powerhouses around, which makes Real Madrid perhaps not the biggest option in some people's minds, not even in, in Europe at the moment. So, yeah, it's not like that they get the pick of the managerial bunch. So that that it will go in Chabi and, and Real's favour. But if Real Madrid could go for obviously the best manager slash managers in the world... They, I think they would go straight to them, yeah. Who would you go to, like, if, if you were... Oh, you know who is... i go for? And again, this is a concept manager, because it will never happen. Uh, so... Emmanuel Aguasil, I'd love him. The Real Sociedad manager. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a very interesting... You've him. been a fan of him for a while now, since the... Pretty much, I only heard of God. I watched him every single game, and tactically, he is probably one of the best in the world. But a lot of the tacticians just get it wrong when it comes to man management and how they manage that squad and just watching that squad so closely even if it was just a lone player in Martin Erdegaard playing there he yeah he's just a terrific manager uh, uh, he's the whole package um, and he's Spanish I don't think he would ever do it I don't think Real Madrid would ever go for him but I would love that uh, what, what about you um, Ruben who would I go for I would yeah. uh, you I can't would pick be... you can't pick Ancelotti <laughs> <laughs> but that was what I was going to say. I would renew with a with a Carlo, <laughs> and I knew um, it. Man. <laughs> and I, 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 I've said it so many times before, and I'll say it again. I think he's done a great job uh, renewing the team while also getting results. But okay, if I can't choose him, um, I'm a bit too uh, too much of a coward to to go with um, Raúl or even Xavi Alonso. I think is um, I would prefer someone who's more established, but you know, again, could be tempting to say Zidane or something, but uh, yeah, that's um, 
I, I prefer proven names, but uh, I mean, it's exciting with the role. It's 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 exciting with Shabby, but um, for me, it's a bit too much of a gamble. I guess for a, for the club, it's less of a gamble as they know they know them and they have more inside information. But I think um, to be able to coach Real Madrid, it's a lot different from not only Castilla but also Leverkusen. It is different, yeah, but I just think he he has the tools to do it. Um, I don't think I have to. I don't think I have to say it anymore. I've said it like a billion fucking times. Uh, I don't think I've been as excited about a manager as I've, I am about uh, Xavi Alonso in a very long time. It's just I I watch every single Leverkusen game. I watched every single game last season. Ever since he took over, he brought them from seventeenth to sixth in the table which is just insane. Yeah, uh, he's doing a great job. I think if they keep like going the way they are going right now, they can even compete for the title. They're at the top of the table right now. Um, joint top with uh, Bayern. I mean, obviously, it's a very long road, but if they continue the way they are playing right now, they, they, they are certainly in the running for it. So, yeah, I yeah. think it, it's a... I I just hope he does well and Perez is causing next season. Like, <laughs> hey, it's time for you to coach the big boys now. I think they would both be great. I really do. Um, and if they weren't, they'd just get fired very quickly. So, um, yeah. <laughs> That's the negative about bringing in these former, you know, these legends. To see Raul Gonzalez Blanco fired from Real Madrid, oh, that's <laughs> not a uh, good look. No, it's not what you want to see it, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's not a good look. That's why I want him to go to, like, another club. But it was actually, I, I haven't said it, but I think it was the perfect, like, place for him to, like, you know. Villarreal? Yeah, Villarreal, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I, I think it was uh, it was a good job for him. For for Raul, he was he's a good coach. He's not like he's not a terrible coach. So he he has a talented squad there. In his so mind, I, how do you think he gets the Real Madrid job? If that's what he wants and that's what he's waiting for, how do you think, from his point of view, he can attain that Real Madrid job at Villarreal? Do you think he could? I mean, you can certainly do it. Like if if you you know. It's it's not going to be the direct way. Obviously, you 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 can't go from Villarreal to Real Madrid. But I think if he takes Villarreal to like a top four finish in the league, and then mm. another top club mm. comes calling, and then he does well there, maybe yeah. it's time for him to go to Madrid. Like who knows? Yeah, yeah. I I think that's a good answer. I think with Xabi Alonso, it's clearer whilst when you're away from the club because, as you say, if they won a shock Bundesliga title, I'd be angry not to get the Real Madrid job at, at that point. I think at Villarreal. Yeah. For Raul, I think it would be uh, the path would be a little bit more murky, but it's certainly doable. You're right. Yeah, it's it's like it's obviously easier for him to be considered for a job while being at Castilla, but mm. you know, if but if, it is a good step, if, isn't it? It's the right step. Yeah. I, I'm with you yeah, on that. For him yeah. personally, he's a talented manager who should not at this point five years. Ruben said should not mm. be here five I years w- later. Wanted to ask: Is he the longest staying manager at Castilla oh, of all this time? This is a Another great question. I I would I would assume got to be so, up. but has to but be up there. It, there's, there's always someone from the 50s, 60s, <laughs> 70s. Uh, yeah, but, he was uh, there about 30 years. 
But five <laughs> years Castilla, yeah, that's a long time. I'm not saying, yeah, it's the longest in recent history. That is for certain. Mm. Um, insane, it's man. crazy, and and to be, and it's not like he's bad either. It's not like he should be fired or anything like that. He's just being kept at the club. It's just this weird. He doesn't want to leave for some okay. reason, for whatever reason, and and that's. I, that. I have the stats now. Oh yeah, but it's it's a weird one because for some I don't know what this is, but like this guy called um, Juan Ramon Lopez Caro, yeah, uh, stayed sixteen hundred days, but he only managed for fifteen games or something. Mm, like that's I think your website is. I'm using Transfer Market. That's I'm so confused. Oh yeah, so Transfer Market, a fantastic website, but it won't um it won't record many many games. So he. Take so the day, the, brother. Yeah, he was there for yeah quite a few. Sixteen hundred seventeen days. He's he's going to be overtaken by Raúl at the end of the season. Another he's manager, like there, by the way, days. who who has managed the first team as well. Mm, nice. Yeah, the third one is uh, the Bosque. Yeah, so yeah, another if manager. Was, there. I think Juan Ramon Lopez Caro was uh, maybe the first or second uh, manager when I started following Real Madrid. Actually, the the first team. Yeah. Coach. So, wow. Um, <laughs> around the you know he was around the the time when. Vanderlei Luxemburgo um, <laughs> was the first team manager with uh, Rubinho and all the Baptista and all the Brazilians. So uh, brilliant! I don't yeah. know if you remember, Ruben. We interviewed Chupe, the only player I've yeah. get on one of these things. And uh, ran the Caro was um, his manager at Castilla. Um, oh, okay. They kept meeting up because I think they were both coaching in China or something like that at that point. Oh yeah. Um. So they were good friends to that day. Um. But yeah, he was he was saying some fantastic stories about the manager. Really good. Yeah, I for the listen to that actually. For the new Castilla corner listeners, so we did actually uh, quite a few interviews. Um, mm. I guess it must be a couple of three years ago. We now, had like but, uh, uh, we need to continue this. I need to get back yeah. on the on the phone book. We had a Catafe yeah. manager from the academy uh, yeah. who dubbed Pablo Ramon at the time when they were playing against yeah. Real Madrid. We had uh, a couple of one ex player, not a couple, just one, and a couple of journalists. So it was yeah, it was a lot of fun. Mm. So yeah, we should get back to get back to the interviews. That was uh, that's it. Yeah, I do potential. want to do that. I've never done this. Do you know how hard it is. Chupe. <laughs> I'll say this now as we're on air. Getting an ex-player who still plays involved in anything is so difficult. You have to go through third parties or mm. try and find some sort of contact number and and talk through other people. It, it's really really difficult. Um, and a lot of them are just too busy or won't or don't want to do it or. Or whatever. Um, is or it nice... the language. And especially, yeah, because it's it's Real Madrid. Finding a certain amount of players who speak English. Chupe's English was not the... I remember the first five minutes thinking this could be a car crash. And then eventually he, he had his... It was really good. He speaks English. Uh, <laughs> but it took him a little while to lose his accent, you know. And I thought, oh my gosh. <laughs> difficult. It's really difficult. Yeah. Uh, but, I, just, uh... I have a weird question. Like, not a weird question, but just general question. When did he start watching Madrid time? Real Madrid? Yeah. 2006. Six. Oh, so okay. I would have been my, my highest year at primary school. What do you call this? Um, Elementary, I guess a lot of people know okay. it as. Yeah. Uh, what about you, uh, Ruben? I think uh, I, 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 I'm I not really sure. It was either 2004 or five. I was starting to follow them. But, um, and um, a long time. And Castilla, I guess, from 2011 or something like that. So yeah. uh, um, before that, I was just um, always excited to get, uh, you know, when we got Roberto Soldado and all these, you know, different <laughs> uh, places. Um, I think uh, I will remember 
being high on uh, Jurado, who went to Atletico, and you know, yeah. yeah. So before you know, before 2011, Castilla was more like I was um, aware of some of the players and hoping they would play. But it was uh, since 2011 I started watching games and everything. So, but yeah, um, I think I watched I've watched almost every game for the first team since since that time. So, Ooh. yeah. How did you watch them back then? Uh, we had this uh, channel in Norway called TV2 Zebra, ah. <laughs> which wow. uh, sent them. Um, so uh, yeah, as a kid, it was more difficult to watch the Champions League. Actually, I guess so. Uh, uh, so we had free Champions League TV back then, oh. but watching Spanish football back then was impossible. You couldn't have done it. Okay, so it was the opposite. So yeah, it was really easy to watch Champions League games. ITV used to show them. It was amazing. Um. But yeah, watching Real Madrid like play league games was impossible. But I also remember I was so I, I was so small that when Real Madrid played against the Norwegian team Rosenborg, for example. Oh yeah, I remember that uh, you know the game started so late <laughs> that my parents forced me to go to sleep while Real Madrid were down one nil. Yeah, a hundred percent. That's so interesting. Yeah, and yeah, they, I've um, done that quite a quite a few times. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you know, they, surprisingly. Uh, like watching Real Madrid was very easy um, when I was a kid. Oh, really? So different. Like it was everything was on the TV. So I don't I, like I didn't have. To. How old? How old are you? I'm twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah, I started watching in twenty twelve. I think. Ah, oh, okay. I get. Yeah, I get. You so you didn't have them boxy TVs or? <laughs> I did. I did. did you? What do you mean? Yeah. Well, the I had big... cables <laughs> like. Fucking huge ass TVs. I know. I know what you mean. Yeah, the big like, one, like the size of a yeah. room. Yeah, I, I yeah. I literally had that. Like in my house, it's like what? it was pre- like it's like I'm not using it anymore. But it's in the cupboard somewhere. <laughs> it's probably as big as the cupboard. It is. Yes, definitely. <laughs> That's fun memories, man. Right. Yeah. yeah. Is that is that it? Have we covered yeah. it? I think, I think we so. have covered it. Yeah. Oh, superb. That was a good one, actually. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty good. That was like pretty challenging. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know that okay, one. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's car that crash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, What's... you're gonna do the um outro, aren't you? Yeah, I can do the outro. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, thank you, Sam and Ruben, for joining me today. It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's been so long since we were. Like all and, and on a pod. That's for real four, yeah. Yeah, we should we should ask Chris for the next one. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was pretty good, and hopefully, we're back next week as well. Always mm. looking kind of difficult on my end because I'm moving. Uh, yeah. But yeah. Uh, thank you for listening, as always, and until next time, Al Madrid. Al Madrid. Madrid. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.